Welcome to this spooky Halloween episode of the Get Real Podcast. The only show where girls and talk about your favorite reality TV shows. Are you Ooh. scared yet? Yeah, I just jumped out of my seat a little bit. Spooked. I'm spooked. The scariest part about this podcast is we're recording it so early in the morning as usual. <laughs> this is the latest that we recorded a podcast in months. In a long time, yeah. <laughs> Welcome it's- to the ookiest, spookiest, ding dang, kookiest podcast. <laughs> Sorry, that's a uh, Alyssa Edwards reference <laughs> from RuPaul's Drag Race. Wow. Anyways... We got some. How you guys, the, how you guys the, do it? I'm. I have a lot of energy for some reason. I have a new Adderall prescription, and it's actually less, but it makes me feel <laughs> way more energetic. Hmm. Yeah. What about Taj? I feel like a child again. I'm a. I'm. I'm at a loss for words. What can I say? I think, Halloween weekend. Two nights in the Halloween weekend, uh, it's already doing something to me. Uh, seeing all the the scary monsters and creeps and weirdos, I've been I've been uh, I've been so scared, you know. And my skeleton has jumped out of my body, like ah, and yeah, spooky, 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 spooky. But the scariest thing of all is also the shows we're talking about this week. Yeah. Like, classic lineup survivor real housewives and then in the bucket list we got face off the Dwayne the rock johnson no that was last that that (laughs) joke was for last week's podcast this is this week we have new jokes this week no no this song this song owns me (laughs) i love it i listen to this song three times a day we go face off. We go take, we go take off. Face off. <laughs> once before that you is- shower, once before you shit, and once before you shave. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> the three S's. Yeah. Yeah. But before we jump into it, what what are we drinking on this scary episode? I have a cherry Coke Zero. Whoa! Oh no! Scary. <laughs> Spooky. The scariest thing is the artificial sweetener. I'm drinking very Ooh. scary water. It is I mean, scary. is it LA tap water? It's Tempe tap water. I'm in Tempe. Oh, that's right what I meant. Now. Yeah, that's what I meant. <laughs> Gross. Yeah, very uh, scary. I'm drinking scary Brita water. <laughs> this is stupid. It sounds like a chore. <laughs> I, I do have a. <laughs> I do have a monster that I opened yesterday, had two sips of, got really sick because of it, and it's been sitting out since yesterday. And I think like, the worst could... Like out on your desk or like out in your fridge? Out in my desk. So like in front of you. Yeah, where it's actually in the kitchen. So maybe halfway through, I'll grab it and drink it. No, no don't. Don't, don't, don't do, do that. that. Why? If two sips made you sick right when you opened it, you're going to... 
Well, die. You no. If you touch your tongue to it after it's been open for 24 hours, you'll shrivel up like a prune. Is I just wasn't I just woke up and I wasn't feeling good yesterday, but it was it was it was I did, it was cuz I did it to myself. Uh but no, I think I think I'll be okay if I drink it. <laughs> okay. Well, let's What do we want to start just, with? Can we finish the podcast first? So if you die, you die after the like after we're done recording. Maybe so we do it as we're saying bye out. and see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> Live reaction. Kill yeah. Taj at the end of the podcast. <laughs> yeah. It's a spooky sacrifice for Halloween. Spooky. Ooh. Well, we're gonna talk about our very poison monster. Spooky show. Very spooky. I mean, it does have a monster survivor. according to Jeff. Who's the, the monster? monster's gonna get you. The monster. That was like the promo material. Remember, it was like Jeff's like the monster's coming for you. You better run. I thought that. <laughs> no. I thought that. <laughs> you didn't hear about this? No. Yeah. Like the promo material movie. for this season was like the monster's coming and it's hungry, <laughs> and like there's the monster's just the game, I guess. But like, oh. <laughs> there's no like, I don't know. The joke was like the the smoke monster from Lost or like something similar was gonna like appear on the island and kill people. I don't know. Why are they making that might be better than what we've got right now? Twelve years later, there is actually something that I wanted to talk about before we get into our shows. Elsa is pregnant. No. How did you oh. know? <laughs> Imagine if this is how I broke the news. <laughs> you guys. Um. No. So the People's Choice Awards, the um. Survivor wasn't even nominated, so I don't give a shit. <laughs> well, but there were a lot of nominees that we have talked about on the show. That yeah, that's I true. I feel like we should mention. Um, I didn't look at everything, but I did look at um, the TV competition contestants. Nominees are Got Mick, um, JoJo Siwa, Dancing with the Stars. She's been doing so great. She's gotten 240s. Um, which is the best you can do. Katie, Matt James, uh, for some reason, Simone, and also Wiz Khalifa on The Masked Singer. Simone? Sim- like from RuPaul's Drag Race? Yeah. Or from okay. the Olympics? Simone Biles. No, from Drag Race, not <laughs> no. Simone Biles. You know, real quick also, while you brought up Katie, I know we talked we text about this, but <gasps> oh, Katie yeah. and mm-hmm. Blake broke up. Which is funny. Were we it's surprised? Something, no. It's something no. you expect when you, each person, well, they pick their third option, right? Like, Well, I saw the thing that was like, they definitely were told by the Bachelor production they had to stay together until the next season started. They literally broke up right after the season premiered. That's true. <laughs> they were like, new Bachelorette? I'm done. Okay, we're good. Yeah, like, also- like, I think that, they were broken up before this is what I'm saying. Yeah, and- Just not publicly. I know I kind of said this last week, but like I just haven't heard anything about the Bachelorette this season. Like it is just like it's like under I've the heard rug. that all of the guys are very ugly. They are. I like this- watch it with my mom sometimes. Just like I'll like walk in and see if she's watching. I'll tell you here's what happened last night. Or not last night, but she watched it last night. So Whoa. this week. Some Garrett Bachelorette recap. Okay. Whoa. I got to the end of the episode. Yeah. Basically, it was so annoyingly frustrating to watch like i was screaming at this man i don't know his name i don't know anyone's name if you watch the bachelorette you'll know who i'm talking about if you didn't who fucking cares 
um basically this guy he was wearing a red suit we'll call him red suit he says that um his buddy saw michelle with one of the other contestants joe i know his name because he talked about him a lot joe is a basketball player i believe um or former basketball player maybe regardless red suit is like talking to a couple guys and he's like i just think it's really unfair like if she knew him before the show like i feel like we should like be open with her about it and like it's just like so stupid and unfair and i'm thinking like what is this gonna help you do buddy like if you go tell michelle that you're upset that she knows this guy what is she gonna do kick him out and be like oh you're right this is so cheating like the guy i'm interested in i guess because he cheated he has to go like that's not gonna happen that's like like what like that's not that's not this show so what does he do he goes and tells michelle that all the guys are talking about this and that multiple men are questioning her character when he's the one who brought it up and i only saw him talk to like two people about it so then michelle like goes and confronts all the guys and she's like who's saying this about me and half the men are like uh what and then she's like so no one's gonna speak and the guys are like shocked and then she leaves and then one guy like raises his hand he's like am i an idiot or do i have does anyone else have no idea what the hell she's talking about <laughs> like <laughs> and another guy was like no me too and a bunch of guys like yeah i have no idea what she's talking about and then the guy was like i'm the most upset that she seems like we all think this when i don't even know what she's talking about and the guy would not fess up that it was him and then he got a rose or he already had a rose and then they did a rose ceremony and that's oh. all i saw I'm glad, but this man single-handedly is an idiot. It's destroying his own game. I'm glad that we're we're already at this point in the season where we get the. You question who I am. You question my character. You don't know. <laughs> so me. repetitive, right? You don't know what I've, I've been literally through. every season. It's like that. It's so boring. I hate that show. But let's talk about Survivor. Show, yeah, we do like. No, Survivor. I'm not done talking about. Con- I'm oh, not yeah. talking. I'm sorry. Still talking about nominees. Sorry. Jerks. Sorry. Um, Why did you let me go on a bachelorette tangent? <laughs> because once you start Anyways. going, it no one can stop you. Um, Continue. Uh, for reality TV star of the year, um, grocery store Joe got nominated. Um, Chloe Kardashian, Kim Kardashian, Snooki, Mike. The situation. Didn't... What is this? Two thousand seven. What? Um, yeah, no, exactly. Didn't Lisa Rinna get nominated also? Yeah, Lisa Rinna and Candy Burr. Everyone, everyone effing hates Lisa Rinna. Like, I don't understand why people think they like, like, anyways. Well, Wait. it's the People's Choice Awards. This doesn't seem like yeah, they, But fair. they don't pick the nominations. Doesn't seem fair. No, because... You're putting like grocery store Joe against Kim Kardashian. Mm-hmm. Grocery like, store Joe yeah. should win. Or like you're putting like Wiz Khalifa versus Katie from The Bachelorette. It's yeah, it's so weird. It's not equal. No. Um, for the comp- competition show of 2021, America's Got Talent, American Idol, Dancing with the Stars, Drag Race, Bachelor, Bachelorette, Mass Singer, and The Voice. How did Survivor not get nominated for anything? It makes no sense and to me. Well, I mean, 2021, show, I guess we... 
Yeah, we didn't really. I guess get... we just started, but Dancing yeah. with the Stars also just started. Oh yeah, you're right. They started. Like, and it started at the same time as. Yeah. Well, was there one in spring? Dancing with the Stars in spring. I have no idea. I don't remember. I remember Carol Baskin doing it, but I think that was last fall. That was last. Did you hear that they're doing like another season? Tiger King Two. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. Because it's a reality show. I I've talked about this. I think, but it's literally a reality Uh, show. Does that mean that we can cover it? Definitely. We will. Um, and then reality show of 2021, 90 Day Fiance, Bachelor in Paradise, Below Deck, Jersey Shore Family Vacation. Oh, that's why Snoopy is on there. Kardashians, Love and Hip Hop Atlanta, Real Housewives of Atlanta, and Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. It's strange what? to me that those are the two Real Housewives. Wait, Big Brother didn't get a single nom, or no one. Big, in Big Brother, Brother is bad. I know, but it's like I, I mean, like all, it had a lot of publicity this season. That's true. So, is there any other? Nope, that's all I have to talk about. Let's talk about Survivor. Survivor. All right, we have a, a two-part episode where we're not allowed to see the second part until next week. Yeah, what the hell is this? I'm <laughs> so... so mad about it. So it's I'm... just a normal episode, but it's just... But with no ending. But with no ending. I literally can't even explain how frustrated watching this season makes me sometimes. Like, I love this cast, like, so much. Like, I... It's hard to explain... But, like, when I was a kid and I knew that there was something wrong with these seasons of Survivor that I was watching at the time, which was, like, the Dark Ages, I didn't have, like, the words to describe why I didn't like it. But it was definitely the people. I hated the people. There was no one I liked on the season ever, right? Like, I hated One World. I remember as a kid, I, like, despised One World. There was no one on that season I liked. I fucking hated Colton. You love Troy's Like, oh, yeah. This is my island. <laughs> yes, favorite survivor ever, Troy Zan, swim yeah. photographer. Um, no, but you know what I mean. But now it's like we have these great casts, and Jeff's like, let's put a fucking twist. This, this is like Candyland. Yeah, like okay, we'll get to the twist later, the new twist. But I, I, I just laughed. I could not like. It was so funny. What part did you laugh at? I laughed multiple times at this stuff. The thing that was the funniest to me was when he brought out the hourglass and he was like, okay, you want to turn back time? And I was like, oh, flip the hourglass over it. He was like, smash he it. Turned it out his- <laughs> he's I, like, here's a, here's a hammer, break it. I Just- <laughs> genuinely had no idea what he was going to say could happen. Like, yeah. I thought he was going to say that you could, like, bring back an eliminated contestant. I feel like we should probably go back and talk about it. Like, we should explain this before we... Yeah, because there's a lot... We went to the end. Episode. That's my fault. I, I will admit that was my fault. Good, we're marking you off. Strike one. Yeah, strike one for Garrett. Let's go back to the beginning. They get the it opens with surprisingly Shannon Ricard still fighting about this extra vote. Like really petty fighting. And this to me was like the nail in the coffin. I thought maybe they could like recover from this fight. But to me, that like this scene was meant to be like they're not going to recover. Like this is a wedge that is irreparable. Yeah. How'd you feel, Taj? Yeah, I I didn't realize that they were that like just just like oriented with each other. Like I know like they fought last time, but I was like, oh, this is like a really solid duo. This is like ride or die. But then obviously it was like the vote yesterday or last episode. 
uh, they're fighting about that i mean like i see both sides like i if i was ricard like i wouldn't have wanted to give it back to her but like him just going yeah. like oh you should just ask nicely it's like it's like now you're just being petty well, yeah it, was, it just became really petty for me this went from like last week i was like ricard is totally doing the right thing here yes to i think ricard is doing totally the wrong thing here shan is paranoid she's a paranoid player like he should recognize that at this point and the extra vote is really not that worth like not that valuable it's really hard to use an extra vote and have it like actually change the outcome of a vote he should have just given it back to her and, and not caused more of a divide between them. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I get not giving it back before the vote, but now that the vote has passed, you got to do it. You know what I mean? Exactly. Um, one thing that really clued me into how Shan is playing right now is when she walked up to Liana after the merge right in front of Tiffany and was like, so did you get that advantage? Right in front of her! Yeah, I don't know if that was like 40 chest just trying to like call out Liana or literally just shooting yourself in the foot and being honest. I, well, because it's either, yeah, it's either that she's kind of playing a snake game where she's acting like, oh, like we're forming these really strong bonds. Like we had this connection and I'm with you all the way. It, but then is like actually playing Liana or she's just like stupid for doing something like that. Like she had no reason to think that Liana and Tiffany were super tight or that like Liana would have told Tiffany. And it's not like, they're not living on a deserted island by themselves and they don't have three minutes to go talk by themselves for her to be like, so did you get this? Yeah. And it's definitely going to spiral because they showed, and it wasn't even like a clip clip, but they had B-roll of Tiffany talking to Sydney while like Liana was giving an interview. Like yeah. you could hear Liana talking. But you saw Tiffany talking to Sydney, and I could hear yeah, yeah, Tiffany saying, like, and she just didn't tell me or something like that. And you're like, what the fuck? Because Tiffany is a wild card who can go I mean, to me, like, Tiffany winner edit really shining hard. Um, I think Shan is not the winner. I, I do think she has a good chance, but I think she's I like think the Russell Hans. <laughs> like, I think she's the villain. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think she's like a huge character, but she's totally like being set she's up to messy. fail. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I don't even know if she's playing messy, but the way that her edit is like being presented is that she's like very much obvious about what she's doing. Like Liana clocked her immediately. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I we should we should back up and talk about this. The merge. This this we, merged thing, yeah. Yeah. So we, you know, we get to see all the tribes right before they all meet up, see how like they're doing within like the tribe itself. Same situations as always. Um, but then we get to the challenge, and this is when Jeff reveals the new merge twist. And we have another twist. This is just it, it was a little bit more like it's still confusing. Like they keep doing all this like confusing stuff, and I like yeah, it's a hard it's a hard first season to get into, I think. I I just want to say this 
because this is my stance on it. I know a lot of people are really up in arms being like, they're introducing all this new stuff. And while I agree it is a little bit overwhelming and confusing to have all of these new things in the game, I think I would definitely rather, like they're changing the game and they're changing the way that the game is played And so obviously the first season that they're changing everything is going to feel like this. Like the first season after they like do an overhaul is going to have, they're going to be introducing new stuff. And so no matter if they keep certain things or leave certain things behind, like I, I do not anticipate future seasons to feel the same way where they're just like introducing new thing after new thing after new thing like Garrett you said last week that you don't want Survivor to feel like the circle and it does kind of feel like that especially this week with this merge stuff but I I don't think that it will continue to be like that I think it just feels like that because we're in like a period of change I just wish that they were more thoughtful about what they introduced. I, I don't like I I don't have a problem with them changing the game for the most part. It's when they change like fundamental aspects of it that, that like feel like they shouldn't be messed with that bothers me. So for example, with this week, I think it's annoying that through 40 seasons of the game, if you win immunity, you're immune unless you choose to do something yourself. And that is now not the case this week. Also, with the knowledge is power advantage for 40 seasons, if you choose not to tell someone something, you don't have to. And now you have to with that advantage. And so it's like taking these like core concepts of the game and like undermining them in a way that like feels like what is that encouraging people to do in the future? Is it encouraging people to not win immunity because you might get get it given to you because there's some random twist? Does it encourage you to not tell anyone anything because you don't want to risk someone knowledge is powering you? And that results in like very boring gameplay. Like, I just think that there's like this, they like see the spectacle, but they don't think about like the repercussions of it. And it's really frustrating as a viewer. Yeah. It's also funny because like there's the shot in the dark, which is a whole new twist also. Mm-hmm. And I, I thought that they probably thought they'd use it a lot more, but it hasn't been used once i don't i think it might be used one time like it's not worth it like 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 most of the time you would rather have your vote yeah and i think everyone's like does is has done a great job at like pulling the wool over like people's faces so they yeah they don't know that they're being blindsided we've had so many blindsides so it's like not like anyone's had a good chance to like know they're on the bottom go like all right i gotta do this but I, yeah, it's just a lot. It's, yeah. I definitely, I didn't realize what, how, like, all the terms of the knowledge is power advantage last week. I did not realize that she has to confront somebody at tribal. Yeah, in front of everyone. Yeah. Because that, that, I feel like defeats the purpose of the advantage where it's trying to like like entice future players to keep things to themselves. Mm-hmm. But then she has to like 
in front of everybody gain yeah. an advantage. It's just it's like not only is it like overpowered, it's like worthless to her at that point because she has to pretty much use it that night. Yeah. It's yeah. like what it, it's so stupid. Also, like it's annoying because you bring in a new concept with the three idols where you obviously say something to where people you know you point out the attention of yourself so obviously people think that you might have some sort of advantage like xander nasir and um shan yeah. you know like so for leanna obviously she knows exactly who has the idols yeah it's just like not fair it's like okay obviously xander has it. and also like what if you go to tribal but you don't bring an immunity idol and then she asks you if you have an idol you say, like yeah you're like yeah but it's at camp or like how does that work you know what i mean like do you give it away still or yeah i don't even think it's necessarily like because the twists if- are bad it's just like we don't have enough time is a big part of it for me like I need time in between each twist to get to know these people, watch them play the game, watch them react to these twists. How do they navigate it? How do they, you know what I mean? Like we used to get that. We used to, like, when there was one twist in a season, there were several episodes of like development around the twist. Like Exile Island had the whole strategy developed of like sending one person there. Like we got the whole sugar shack, like arc, you know what I mean? And now yeah. it's like, so like back to back to back to back to back. Like not, there's no time to like process anything as a viewer. Yeah, I okay. Maybe we should explain the merge. I guess we didn't really yeah. explain it. So it's just the three tribes, they had to pull rocks, and then uh, each rock, and you got separated into two different tribes. However, two people pulled gray rocks, and they were not in any tribes. The, the new tribes are the blue and the yellow, right? Mm-hmm. Blue and yellow compete, and the winning tribe, they are immune. The other tribe has to go to tribal, or the other tribe is available for tribal council but everyone goes to tribal council and only people who lost can go home and then um and the losers will get to compete for individual immunity yes but they but two people were undrafted yeah and then one of them oh yeah go ahead they do all they are all technically merged they are all red now correct no jeff is like you have to earn your spot in the merge which is another thing that pissed me off because only the blue tribe that wins gets their merge buff and that's why xander calls them the red buffs later he's like the red buffs are well the red buffs are walking around the beach oh my god did i tell you guys about like the xander meme that's happened no no Uh, rob sestronino has made a xander meme that like is now very much a thing where it's just like it. Do you remember when he was like, I like what you said about broccoli? Yeah. <laughs> like, Rob just, anytime they're talking about Survivor and someone says something like, like, say something, say a sentence about Survivor, Taj, about this episode. Yeah, you know, it was a good episode. I got, I thought Nasir had some good moments in it too. I like what you said about Nasir. And like just replacing it with like the most, but like there's better punchlines than that. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like that's like the gist of the joke. And now I cannot unhear it. Like it, it's everywhere. <laughs> I like what you said about the Xander meme. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, why? Okay, explain this to me. Jeff's like, yeah. you have to earn your spot in the merge this season. Dig deep. And he's like, Blue Tribe, congratulations. Here's your, here's your 
uh, buffs for the merge. But then, like, if they lose, if Erica, spoiler alert, chooses to reverse time, they have to give up their buffs. Like, they're not in the merge yeah. then, right? And the other tribe would get buffs. And they didn't earn it at all. They didn't earn it at all. They were given it. Like, what did they do to earn yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. It's not even like socially, like they worked over Erica. Erica was isolated and made this decision by herself. So I'll, let's finish off explaining the twist. One tribe wins immunity, one tribe is vulnerable, but two people were left undrafted. The winning tribe gets to pick one of them to join them, and the other person gets sent to Exile Island. They don't really know what. Um, the blue tribe picks Nasir and they go get to have the merge feast. Uh, the losers don't get the merge feast and Erica gets sent to Exile Island where she later learns that she's going to have the power to turn back time, which makes no sense also because she's changing time by saying, no, the yellow tribe won. Like reversing time doesn't make the other thing happen, right? Yeah, it's, it's Am like I crazy? an alternate timeline. But yeah, parallel universe. <laughs> at first, the we put was... time travel in Survivor. <laughs> like, what's <laughs> happening? It's it was so like crazy at first because with Jeff coming to the island, I was like, "This is insane." Jeff is coming to talk to Erica, and that is crazy. But this was so like hokey and in like the realm of Survivor and like Survivor advantages, it just did not make sense. Because, like, you know, Survivor stays, like, grounded. Like, okay, immunity idol, you know? it's Yeah. Like, this is so you can, you know, be safe. Or it's, like, fire-making competition. Makes sense. Yeah. Time travel. Jeff just... What is I, going on? Jeff just selling this as serious as he can. Like, you can go back and change time, Erica. No, and Jeff is... Yeah, he was Jeff is it up. trying to sell her on doing it. Like, of course he, he was, was like, yeah. He was like, you could play it safe, or you could smash the hourglass and make the biggest move in the history of Survivor and go down as one of the most legendary figures in this <laughs> game. But that's just me. <laughs> like, like, also, if Erica smashes the glass, she gets immunity. If she doesn't, she's likely getting voted out, and she knows yeah. that. How is this a choice? She's going to smash it. So stupid. It just it feels you like you want a spoiler? Can I give a spoiler? CBS spoiled Erica's decision. No, no. in the press the release spoiler. for this week. Okay, I won't tell you. I won't tell you. Uh, it's just it feels yeah, you're right. Like people are able to like get certain things with like win an advantage, win immunity, something that's a solid thing. And if they lose that, it's their choice on losing that. And now it's all these third-party things being able to take it from them. Yeah. <laughs> just, just and not- what's with the props? So the first thing we got this season was the dice that you don't roll. You put <laughs> it in a box and then draw a scroll. And now we have the hourglass that you don't flip over. You smash it with a hammer. What's coming next? Is it the fishing pole that you burn in the fire? <laughs> like, what? <laughs> like, what is the next incorrect surviving symbol <laughs> like, like this feels like aliens were like i think this is how you use this object like, <laughs> yeah exactly yeah it, i don't get why it wasn't just she just flips the hourglass how yeah. is it not why yeah what if you wanted her to smash something then 
give her something different like an hourglass is a clock yeah a clock a clock would have been great smash a clock yeah an hourglass has like a like a very obvious objective way to use it (laughs) so funny to me well we'll, we'll see how it all turns out because I think it'd be funny if they just throw in all these advantages and they're just never used. Like, I would be funny if Liana just went home with that thing in her pocket or if if Erica just didn't do it. <laughs> Want to know what I hope Liana does? Hmm. I hope she steals Shan's idol. Oh. That'd be baller. That would that be baller. I don't think for she will, throwing, though. For throwing her Based on the, the alliance like we that. saw this episode. Oh, that's true. Yeah. We saw the formation of an all-black alliance between Deshaun, Danny, Liana, and Shan. Um, very much cookout energy. A lot of people are talking cookout about energy. that on Twitter. Although, yeah. we did also did not talk about Danny at the merge feast being like, I don't trust women. Oh, yeah. Too heavy. <laughs> Why yeah. would you Evie. say that? He's like, you got it. You were I mean, taking out to be fair, Danny doesn't know. Danny doesn't know that Evie is doing like an all women's thing. But if he's assuming that she was or thought she was, why would you say that to their face? I don't get it. Who knows? What a stupid decision. But we'll find out next week what happens. Well, also Danny was like, I felt like really dumbly just throwing Erica's name around. Like, I feel like everyone knows that Danny was the one who threw Erica's name out. Like based on the episode we saw, he was telling so many people, it's going to be Erica. It's going to be Erica, right? Yeah. If Erica smashes the hourglass and comes back to the beach and everyone's saying it was Danny, I feel like Erica has an easy way of getting Danny out now. Yeah. And if he doesn't win immunity, why would you not vote out the big physical threat? Just saying. Who knows? Wacky. It's a lot. But what? Uh, anything else in Survivor? Um, Heather, still invisible. Purple Ooh. Heather. Poor Heather. Oh, Purple Heather. Didn't she literally has Holly in the, the only scene that Heather has had in this entire show was when she sucked at that one challenge. And then Jeff was like, congrats well, on was- sucking and still sucking and trying to suck some more. <laughs> she yeah. had the dream that I really wish they had. Yeah, I wish the they'd included that, but that doesn't count technically because it got cut. Yeah. Lame. She'll have a good win though. I want her to win it all. Just <laughs> I do too. Natalie White. Yeah, no, that'd be worse than Natalie White. It's Shan, Heather, and Nasir in the final three, and then <laughs> Heather wins. <laughs> <laughs> I'd screen. <laughs> oh my god. That's okay. great. First right. female winner in <laughs> seven years. <laughs> <laughs> seven seasons. <laughs> Okay. Uh, do we want to do That's enough about Survivor. Huh? Our, our Halloween bucket list special. Should we do Yeah, this? face off. Face off. We go take I face off. Love this so much. I think I'm going to finish the season. You should. It's a good season. Do you want to describe the show to everyone? Yeah, I will. So Face Off is very much in the same like genre as like Top Chef or Project Runway. Um and, and so it's like 12 um movie makeup uh, artists and they do special effects art art and stuff like that 
and each week they'll have like um sometimes they have a foundation challenge which is like the like mini challenge they do at the beginning and oftentimes someone can win like immunity through the foundation challenge i think Those and then they do the cleverly named spotlight challenge which is like the main challenge of the week and that's like the usually like a bigger makeup like a, a full body thing as opposed to the foundation is maybe just the face or like a like a wound or something like that um i started watching the show in season two as a kid and it was like one of the first shows i remember like watching by myself like i was like at the age where i was like hey can i record this and watch it and my parents were like yeah go ahead whereas like i'd only been like watching disney channel like two years before that right and like whatever my parents put on and i loved the show i watched it like religiously for like probably like four or five six, seven seasons, somewhere in there. Damn. I didn't watch the whole thing. I definitely gave up at a certain point, but I watched a lot of it. And season three was my favorite season in season five. Um, and we watched, what, the first two episodes of season two? Season three. three. Season three. Yeah. Yeah. They're playing with um, a Prius. They are. <laughs> and money. Um, so the show takes place in Los Angeles. Woo! um Mackenzie westmore is that her name i think is the host uh, yeah yeah her yes. dad's a famous like hollywood effects artist also oh. and then the judges are glenn hetrick who worked on the hunger games and a bunch of stuff v neil who worked on the hunger games also and a bunch of other cool stuff patrick totopoulos who's the french guy and Neville Page, who is my favorite, because he's such a normal-looking man, and he talks about the weirdest shit. <laughs> what? Like, Glenn Hedrick looks like the kind of guy you'd expect to talk about special effects makeup. Neville Page looks like a businessman, like an accountant. <laughs> Which one is he? Neville Page is the bald guy. Oh, yeah. The, the host kind of, like, I got weird vibes from them. From the judges? Yeah, yeah. Like, I like the judges. <laughs> they think they're funny. <laughs> this show... I liked the the woman who... V. V. I liked her. Me too. She's funny. She has good critiques too. Yeah. Yeah, she had good critiques. This show reminded me more of the Great British Baking Show than it did Project Runway. Really? Talk yes. me through that. I'm curious well, why you say that. We got like the challenges and stuff, like the spotlight, the big one, whatever, and that. And then also they just like them showing like the picture of like what they're gonna draw. Oh, or like and them oh, like, I'm yeah. going for this kind of design. And they then, do like, that in that, Project like, Runway. Uh and but everyone's like more like buddy up in this, you know. Yeah, people were very A little nicer, nice to each other. Yeah. But I felt like they weren't maybe because I was focusing on the Tommy and what's his name joe fight of it all oh my god yeah iconic i remember that as a kid like i remember this episode anyways i this show has the exact same energy to me as ink master have yeah. any of you guys seen that show yeah i no. watched it with you remember it's like oh yeah it's like this it's the same like type of people like kind of alternative like colored hair mm -hmm. fun facial hair kind of people yes definitely but then the structure is pretty much the exact same 
Yeah, I definitely love the type of people they cast on this show. I mean, just the type of people who do special effects. They're like these weirdos who I would get along with really well, I think. Yeah, um, I like it. I want to see it. if you guys can pick my favorites. I had three faves as a kid, and let me just say, I had taste. They held up on the rewatch. Favorite uh, people? people on this season, yeah. And one of them is my all-time favorite, and I root for her. It's a girl. Is it Sarah? the whole time? No. Oh, I, like I knew you were gonna like Sarah. I knew I, you were gonna I, like Sarah. I, really I literally Sarah. made a mental note. I was like, Elsa's gonna like Sarah. I'm just calling it now. I did. Um, I like Sarah too, but it's not Sarah. I'm trying to. Is it the super young girl? Um, Alana. She is one of my favorites. She's my second favorite of all time. She's she is just one? so endearingly. Yes, Alana? Laura. Laura. Yeah. Laura is my all-time favorite. She is. I don't know why. She is not even like. A crazy reality TV character. I just love her. And spoiler alert, she comes back in season five, which is like fans versus favorites, and she wins. And I love her. Mm. Wait, what did they get when they win again? A um, Prius. Bunch of money, a car, a makeup oh, yeah. supply kit. Oh, and they get to do like a residency at um, yeah. like a famous makeup studio in New York. I, I'm gonna be honest. I didn't, I didn't like the show as much as you guys did. Really? Yeah, I I think it's really cool the showcases and that's always really fun to show to see the creativity. But I, I think, love the art. I think when they're actually like making the costumes, it gets boring. I feel like there's <laughs> not really I feel like it's just like them like working on that and like in other shows like Project Runway, it's like these people are so like bold in their personalities where it kind of like leads to a little bit more like stuff going on while they're making it or in the great British baking show like you have the host coming in and bantering mm-hmm. with people but I was definitely like a little bit like like I was still like interested because it is interesting how they make this stuff but overall it's like a little like yeah I think you'd probably enjoy the group challenges more they're a little bit more like there's more stuff going on because like yeah like the first like this first group challenge when they were in pairs was very like most of the pairs got along and had like a very similar vision. It felt like, whereas in like group challenges when they're like in groups of like four people, there's so much more like debate usually, and it causes like drama amongst them, and like they're fighting about like what the design should be or whatever. Um, but I can I can see that. Yeah. I just personally like love the art. Like I think they, the things they make are just so freaking cool. Like some of the coolest yeah. things I've ever seen are on this show. Um, there's one makeup. I want to find a picture of it and send it to you guys. But it's from they did like a a nursery rhyme um like oh. challenge where they had to like take a um a nursery rhyme and make it like into like a scary um makeup. Oh that's that's and so cool. Someone did uh Peter Piper, I think, and how he put his wife in a pumpkin or whatever. That is What's, not what not Peter, Peter Piper. Piper. Which one's the <laughs> Which one's the one that put his wife in a pumpkin? I don't know what you're talking about. Who did that? Okay, well, someone put his wife in a pumpkin. And this is, like, the makeup of, like, the wife as the pumpkin fused with her. Ooh, this is horrifying. Okay, I sent a second one, too, but it's still sending. The first one is so cool, I think. Yeah, that, pumpkin. Looks, that looks great. Um, Who in her feet? Not yeah, in it's that way. really cool. There's so many makeups like this that like like there's a lot that are bad, but some of the like the really good ones are so flipping cool. This is one that Laura did on season five. Um, 
where they had to like be inspired by an art style and she was inspired by cubism it's such a cool look whoa yeah the yeah. the creativity is awesome off the like, charts yeah 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 and like actually seeing this stuff like being made is really cool like the concept yeah. is cool i was not anticipating them like making all of their prosthetics that's yeah. not, oh really that's not a part of it that like i didn't think that that was going to be a part of it oh cool that's my favorite part i love watching I ex- them sculpt it yeah i love watching them sculpt it yeah watching them complain about pouring con like whatever mm-hmm. not concrete but like plaster and doing all that stuff like there's a decent amount of complaining in this show that I'm not a huge fan of. That is like a, such a huge like trope of face off is like, Everybody- I can't get my mold out. Oh no, I have to pour it in time. Is my latex going to set? I only have four hours. Like it's like very much like how they edit the show. They love that. Yes. Yeah. It's like a cooking show. Like oh, I'm, I'm burning things. Like it's yeah. like that. I have to restart my potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> I love my poor kid. Um, (laughs) So is this show still airing? I think it is. No, it ended. Oh, it ended? There were 13 I think it ended in 2018. 13 seasons. Yeah, 13 seasons. 13 seasons. So where does this, where does this I love the show. Where does this lay on the line of, you know, hotel hotel shows or oh this is not i don't a hotel this is not show. a hotel show yeah this is, is this something week to week sh- is this a week to week, week to week show? yeah okay i think it could be a hotel show and like maybe they were airing a marathon of it but even then it's like i it's a little bit more invested investing because you're like investing in people over multiple episodes i don't know if i could fully commit to week to week i think it would depend on the season the season but That's I, I definitely like I definitely could binge a couple seasons over a week. I'm probably going to this week. <laughs> yeah, this is a good this is one of the ones I haven't seen. This is definitely one of my top ones of our recent bucket list shows. Or not recent, but of all of our bucket list shows. I I definitely can st- I, I don't think I ever really watched it. And I did watch it week to week as a kid, but I also would kind of do the thing where like I would get behind and then I'd watch like three episodes at once and then I'd yeah. get behind again and then yeah. watch a couple episodes at once. You know what I mean? Um, I don't know. Like when you're rooting for someone, I think you want to come back and watch the episodes as they're still in it. So like for me, I was super into Laura. So season three and season five, I watched like the whole things because she's in it for both the whole time, pretty much. Spoiler alert. I, I can see that, you know, it- it, it's it's something where I could watch like a season, but probably like I I wouldn't like watch it live and I go like oh crap I gotta watch that and I watch it, like the day or two yeah. later and I'm like okay like you know keep, like it's something like if it aired over the summer I think I would like tune into it but yeah I could I I don't think I could commit to more than one season of watching it live. I feel like the yeah. it really depends on the cast and the challenges. Like some challenges are really boring too. Like they're just not things i'm like super interested in and some of them are so cool like the star wars one was really cool yeah i liked the star wars one they made some cool Can makeups for that my hot take i did not like the one that won 
I think the reason it won was because it was so large in scale, like the amount of work they put into it. So yeah, like, too. yeah. like, and I'm not saying that I didn't like, I, it's not that I didn't like it visually or like I thought it was a bad piece, but I could not see that in Star Wars. Like a mech. I could see that in like, in like new Star Wars and like the sequels, like definitely not OG trilogy, but like definitely in the, the new ones. Mm-hmm. I thought I wanted Laura and Sarah to win. I loved their like, desert amphibian with the mask yeah, yeah. i was hoping the assassin. that they were gonna win yeah, yeah. that was a really oh good so game. sarah was in the top two weeks in a row she was she had the really I cool she did a sea urchin right yeah, yeah. i loved yeah. the sea urchin that was one. so cool that was awesome yeah um i remember it. it's not this season but one of the seasons they do like an underwater makeup it's such a cool challenge like they had to make a fish makeup but it has to like literally get into a tank and the model will like model like a fish it was so cool that's so cool i remember someone did like a sea turtle and it was really bad and they floated (laughs) Uh it's like on on brand for a sea turtle (laughs) it was funny yeah do we want to give this show a, a rating yeah i would give it. this yeah how many prosthetics out of 10 i'd give okay. it a seven i would also give it a seven i think i would also give it a seven that's it's a good it's a solid show like it's like just yeah like if the if the art is good that week it's a good episode if it's not it's not a good episode and that's kind of how it is that might be the first time we all picked one thing the same thing i don't we know were all, we were all kind of close on dance moms and great food truck race we were all pretty close and finding bigfoot we were all pretty close and f- actually and flavor of love we all said the same thing we, we say for flavor of love we all gave it eight. Oh yeah no that's an eight flavor of love is an flavor eight. of love is definitely better than face off sorry flavor of love might be a nine at this point yeah I've honestly we might need to I've readjust gr- the rankings i've grown since then and it's a non-binding list i think i'm ready to put the memes have like nine. absorbed into your brain more and so now it's more iconic like you oh, think about totally. like you think about like the chicken in the microwave and you're like oh iconic moment i just think about new york and i'm like iconic <laughs> new york uh, Beyonce, Beyonce, girl, you look like Luther Vandross. <laughs> we ranked this at the exact same level as Dance Moms. Dance Moms is better. We also Dance Moms is better. We did it's because not Elsa rank, brought our Dance Moms ranking down. Yeah, she did. We did not rank. Um, we did not rank fas- the fashion one. What is that called? Project Runway. Runway. Project Runway. We didn't rank it. I'd probably I would it rank it the same as this show. <laughs> they're, like, they're, they're the same show to me. I would give it. I would actually probably say Face Off is a little bit more interesting than Project Runway to me because I like the stuff. Yeah, they make I'd, more. I'd give. I'd give. Project I give Project Runway, Runway like a six and a half. Yeah, I'd give it a six. I I don't know if like just the episodes we watched Project Runway were just like pretty good, or like if that's like overall project one runway that's how it is i mean no i would say i would give it a seven i would give it a seven i like project runway i'm thinking like the older seasons i really like i would give it like seven and a half honestly project runway 
I think you'd really like the older seasons then because they're better than the one we watched, yeah. which was still good. But the older seasons have a little bit more charm to them because Tim and Heidi are still there. Anyways. Uh, good watch. Good watch. Should we do a little Salt Lake City really quick? Yeah. Let's do it. Um, well, I do want to say that next week we have a guest coming on our show, our friend Zach, and we let him pick the show, our bucket list show, and he picked Taskmaster. So we're going to watch Taskmaster for our bucket list next week, and I'm so excited. I've, I've never seen this show, but you guys always talk about it. I love Taskmaster. It's funny. You have Garrett, have you haven't seen most of the UK version though, right? No. Yeah, we're gonna we're not gonna watch the New Zealand version. We're gonna watch the UK version. I love Taskmaster. I'm really excited for next week. Anyway. Salt Lake City. No, that's like how they open Salt Lake City every week with these like oh. that is how they, open they have like these like choir sounds that they use to, <laughs> to like that's the score of the show. And like between scenes, it's like <laughs> and then it goes to the next scene. It's really good to watch. It's I'm like choir you, you watch. music. It's crazy. It's getting next week is or this episode on Sunday is when the cult stuff's gonna start. So if you want to get in on like the cult and the rest. Now is the time to watch. I will. You know what? I know I've been slacking recently. I've been a busy guy, but it's gonna pick up right now, though. It's it's. I'm, I'm ready. Yeah, we got the cult stuff. We got the arrest stuff. We got who tipped the feds. Has, Love you, baby. Has everything. Yeah, we have fish eating your feet. We have twelve dozen oysters and an extra dirty martini. We have Kermit the Frog looking for his sister wife. We have. <laughs> road uh jenny can we perhaps have another child <laughs> maybe a sister wife <laughs> <laughs> um okay That's let's so just get into awful. it <laughs> <laughs> so i have to determine that dewey so I said last week, I don't think Dewey is manipulative. Wrong. Dewey is manipulative. He, he is sucks. the worst. He had this conversation with Jenny this week. They they go out for apparently they have oyster night. <laughs> they go get oysters once a week, and Jenny was like, "I may be bad at Dewey oyster night, and I'm missing that." <laughs> so they go get oysters wait, 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 together. Wait, wait, wait. Can you say that again? Yeah, Garrett. I said they go get are, oysters together. Are you what internet are you on? Because you're just like really conking out, and maybe it's just me. You guys are totally fine for me. Like normally when I'm internet's behind, you guys also lag. Is oh, he clocking really? out for Utah? Yeah, you, he clocked out real quick. You're clocking out. About. Is it better now? Yeah. Yeah. It's your, fine. Your your video quality is low. Yeah, it's good for me. Yeah, I'll switch again, I guess. Better? I can't tell. Yeah, you're good. Better? Yeah. Maybe. Okay, let's take it back. Reset. So Jenny and Dewey are going to Oyster Night because Jenny's like, 
No, my internet's going out. It's good now. It was better before. <laughs> it's good now. It good just now? Did not, it did not like that Kermit bit. Your it internet. just clunked out again for a second. No, it just did it again, yeah. It's because I'm in my room. I just don't get good service in my room. That's why I always have problems. Oh, yeah. But there's no other place in my house that's quiet enough for me to record because my parents are the loudest people in the world. Um. Anyways, okay. Can you introduce this bit? I can't do it anymore. I've done it twice. Can't I, I, you do it? So Jenny basically they're going to oyster night. And Judy's like, I'm mad at Dewey, but I can't say no to oysters, pretty much. And they're having oysters. And again, he's like, she's like, you really hurt me when you said that. Like, is that something you're seriously thinking? And he was like, well, yeah, maybe. And she was like, what about the church? And he was like, I don't care about the church. And then he just yeah. made her cry again and was just so icky about it. This was when I determined Dewey is both manipulative and intentional in what he does. He's trying to make Jenny feel bad so that she like comes on his side. And this is when I realized he sounds like Kermit the Frog, uh, like a soft-spoken Kermit the Frog, because he's like, oh, Jenny, oh, Jenny, can't we please have another daughter? Oh, please. What do you mean? You, do you had really your tubes tied. You're a good Kermit. Oh, you do you. a really good Kermit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what do you mean you had your tubes tied? <laughs> you can't have babies. Oh, well, let's just get a sister wife then. That upsets you? Uh, well, I'm upset. <laughs> oh, Jenny. This can, okay. This, this bit feels in my brain, the exact same as the um, the Zootopia abortion comic. What? Do you <laughs> what not know what you're talking is? about? <laughs> what? I don't, I don't know what you're talking what? about at all. You don't know. Did Judy Hopps have to have to yes. unborn fetus? It's like a huge thing. Oh my god! Hold on. No, it's like it's just like a. I it it's just like a like a fan made whatever of of them like debating being pro-life or pro-choice or I don't remember exactly what it is but I like and I don't remember who stands on what side but it definitely is like it's like a Judy Hopps Nick Wilder a couple kind of thing and and gross there's a reason I don't know about this no there's I I can believe I haven't heard about the weird like (laughs) <laughs> interspecies sex in Zootopia and the abortions that result from it. Like, I don't dive into that. Zootopia was a big I, win for furries. I feel like it pops up on... I see it on Twitter, like, it once hops a up. month. Pops. I said pops up. Nice try. Beauty hops. I, I, I find it on Twitter, like, once a month. Wow. Wait a what side of Twitter are... You're so angry he cut out. Jesus Christ. If Judy (laughs) Hopps has to kill her, her, has to abort her fetus, that's like a shit ton of babies, right? Because don't rabbits, like, you know, they, like, shoot out a bunch of them? 
So she's taking out. She's taking okay, out. Okay, okay, okay. Fucking, let's go back to let's go back to Dewey and Jenny because I feel like we quadruple <laughs> homicide. This was really sad. Is what I'm trying to say. Oh, yeah, Dewey is horrible dude, and treats me. Jenny horribly, and he's trying to manipulate her by being like, "You don't know how I feel, Jenny, but what about me?" And it's disgusting. Yeah. Anyways, other things that happened in this episode of Real Houses of Salt Lake City. Um, we got further confirmation that Seth is the worst Meredith's husband. I hate him. Um, I said that he, Seth sounds, he talks like the hormone monster without any funny jokes. Yeah. I, I said that Seth is pretty much, he's, two teenagers in a trench coat <laughs> and they have to go to school and that's why he's not around all the so, time in this episode taj seth like meets meredith and like for like lunch or something and they're talking about like moving into a new house or something i forget and he's like i just gotta make sure that I wake up and I can motorboat nature. <laughs> uh, I want to see nature's titties and just uh, <laughs> and like no. it's like, what is he saying? He, he's talking about mountains. He's talking about he wants to look at mountains. Garrett is not being hyperbolic. This like is, he, literally he literally said literally motorboat just, nature while they were like in a nice restaurant. And he said it multiple times to the point where I was like, "You want the camera to have caught this? Like you're like, <laughs> make sure you get it from multiple angles." Like. <laughs> what is happening he's the weirdest man like two weeks ago he was like whoa heather i've never noticed you have such nice tits (laughs) you want a penis i got a penis i the other big thing that happened this episode was well there's a whole like event that happens yeah they went tubing which was hilarious so many good moments that happened on this tubing trip for me where they all were talking about lifting their boobs out of the tubes oh wait 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 wait. before we go there we we, we missed something they had the they had the birthday party following up from season one so in season one heather's i want to get into that yeah I'm gonna kill myself really quick. There you go now. That might that might um open up some I, bandwidth. See why I texted? No. I hate this. <laughs> Stop. Stop. Okay, we're done. Um <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. Heather had a party for all of her pregnant employees. They all got pregnant at the same time. And with now boys. with boys, and now it was their one year one year birthday. So she had a birthday party for all five of them. And, and of course they all had stupid names. I didn't even notice their names. I don't remember what they all were, but I remember watching it being like, this is stupid. <laughs> uh, the only thing that was notable to me about this party was that Angie got like blackout wasted and then had to pull Trig in the bathroom. So <laughs> drunk. <laughs> The fact that she pulled Trig out of Beauty Lab, hilarious to me. She couldn't even stand. Yeah, it was so funny. Yeah. Okay, but then they go tubing. Um, They get yeah. in like a big like limo. And 
Mary says something that I want to get your take on, Elsa. Mary's like, the tubing is two hours away. That's 60 minutes twice. (laughs) Does she think, does, I can't understand what she's saying here because does she think that it's 60 minutes one way and she's going 60 minutes there and back? Or is it two hours one way and she doesn't know how long two hours is in minutes? No, I think she's emphasizing how many minutes that is. But she's just like <laughs> saying so it in stupid. a merry yeah. way. Um, and then they're like in the limo and Heather's like, oh my God, Mary, remember when we talked about uh, carbonated water, like freezing your ovaries or whatever. And Mary's like, it hardens them. It hardens your ovaries. And Lisa's like, oh my God. God, Mary, I love that. I'm going to have to Google it, though. <laughs> That's so funny. I'm going to have to Google it. And Mary's like, Google me. Why are you questioning me, Lisa? And Lisa's like, it was just a joke. <laughs> I just was joking, Mary. <laughs> I didn't mean to Google you. Sorry. I don't love that. Your impression of Lisa is the exact same as Moira Rose from Shit's Creek. A little bit. <laughs> I don't love that. <laughs> um, and again, this fight where Mary's like, why do you think, why, why are you saying you have to Google me? And it was just like ridiculous. And Lisa was like, I'm so sorry. I did, I did not mean it to be so serious. And then Jenny is like, you both just need to shut the fuck up. And Mary's like, don't you say that to me, Jenny. And Jenny was like, I will punch you, Mary. I am not having it today. My husband's trying to sleep with a younger woman and he's saying it to my face. That's not what she said. No, but she implied that. It sounds like Bad Girls Club. No, no, not at all. (laughs) The Google sounds like Bad Girls Club. Just fighting. Well, they didn't like fist fight. (laughs) They just, they got into an argument about it. Um, then they um, go too big. And Elsa, you were talking about the tits. Well, I also wanted to say that that carbonated water it does not seem like it hardens it your ovaries. It doesn't harden your ovaries. That's the only article that I can find that says, well, maybe is an article from 2011. So I don't think we. Elsa and I were talking and Mary is a cult leader. And so like in her cult, everything she says is the word of God. So she's just not used to being questioned about what she says, which is yeah. really like, hmm, interesting. <laughs> um, yeah, they go tubing. There's this weird little bit where Angie and Whitney dress up like Bigfoot and a Yeti. This is so and, like, stupid. And like try to scare <clears throat> Heather. And Heather was like, I saw you walk up to me. Like, you're not scaring me. And Mary was like, this is childish. You're acting like a child. Mary went down the hill. They, she One drove <laughs> two hours there, complained about having to stand on the lift. That, that was so funny. She stood on like, it's like a magic carpet. You've been on montage? No, wait, like a ski lift? No, it's like a, it's like a, like a conveyor, a conveyor belt. belt. Yeah. Okay. Where you stand, like on, stand it. on it. And, and she it was like, brings you up. oh, this is so much work. <laughs> So she went down one time after complaining about, she was like, this better be so much fun. We had to come here for two hours. And she goes down one time and she was like, that is enough for me. I'm done. And then they have a race and Mary referees and like makes up the rules in the, like in the middle of the race, like 
they thought it was going to be first one to the bottom of the hill. And then she was like, no, you have to touch my hand. You have to touch my hand. (laughs) And it was just, it was just a lot of, uh, there's this joke from a, a musical where they talk about a line where she says at TGI Fridays we can only offer a forced fun atmosphere and I think that the line forced fun atmosphere is exactly the way to describe this tubing activity yeah no one was actually enjoying it except for Heather Heather was living yeah Heather always has a good time she's a good time girl after all and we had another another um talking head of Heather being really happy that people are yelling at each other around her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've been enjoying the Heather confessionals about like, I'm glad I'm not the one fighting this year. <laughs> okay, that's all we got. We're going to get Mary Colt stuff next week, which will be nice. Mary Colt stuff, we got. And the trip is being announced. So that means Jen should be getting arrested like next week, probably. Let's go. Yeah, we're going to watch Jen get arrested. Actually, I bet. Watch- I bet the end of next week's episode will be a cliffhanger of her arrest. Oh, totally. And then it will finish the week after that. Definitely. We're going to watch somebody on Survivor finally get eliminated. Well, Maybe. That- Are we certain about that? Maybe there's another twist in the game. Jeff oh, says no watch- one gets eliminated in the merge. We're going to watch Taskmaster. Yeah, lots a lot of to fun look stuff. forward to. This has been a spooky episode. Ooh, happy Halloween. That's all we got for you. You've just gotten real. Bye. Bye. Tosh, go get that monster. Bye. 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 I love the way that you talked about bye. Uh, I like like what you said about monster. (laughs) And we'll get real with you. I'm a big... Ben 10 lore. I know a lot of Ben 10 lore. Like I watched like I love Ben 10. Wild Wild oh, Mutt was always how... my favorite. Well, the people on Critical Interesting Roles choice. On I mean, I'm not saying it's bad, but uh my favorite what? like in the OG was Diamond Head and Cannonbolt. Cannonbolt was cool. See, Wild Mutt was my number 1 and then Wild Vine was my number 2. Love Wild Vine. I, I liked Swamp Fire more than Wild Vine cuz he had a better voice. Swamp Fire. <laughs> <laughs> It's like very in here. Swamp fire. That's the same voice as fucking humongosaur. No, humongosaur is more like yeah, like more like that. Humongosaur. Who the then, fuck is humongosaur? Uh, Big chill. <laughs> what about echo? Echo. <laughs> echo. Echo. Ghost freak. Yeah. You guys are show. so weird. Chroma Stone! <laughs> oh, yeah, Chroma Stone. <laughs> what about... <laughs> Raph, yeah. <laughs> uh, good Y'all show, know that this show. is going to be... Oh, Spider Monkey! <laughs> <laughs> Spider Monkey is so good. What about... They all have... Oh, Goop! <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you.